Welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashiest news stories. My name is Erica and I am your host. My name is Cassandra and I am your other host. We've been having a little bit of a silly morning, haven't we? We've been having just a silly time. Just making each other laugh so that hopefully we can record for the next hour and not laugh at all. Exactly. We are a this is serious journalism. Yeah, this is a serious podcast. And uh you know, I think we uh, we've been making too many too much light out of people running meth in their buttholes through Florida. <laughs> so there's there's no room for laughter. No, because if you laugh too much, the meth is going to shoot out. Is <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not how buttholes work. <laughs> if you laugh too much, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you said. I have meth in my urethra or like, you know, cause you sometimes pee a little bit when you laugh, but I've never laughed so hard that I've shit. Although I guess <laughs> if you laugh too hard, you can fart. So yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If you laugh too hard, it could just shoot right out. I imagine if you have something lodged up your butt for a long amount of time, it kind of does feel like holding in a fart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listeners right in, <laughs> right in, let us know. We yeah. get the best listener notes. <laughs> I kind of wanted to jump right into it because I'm so excited. We have so much to talk about. Why are you trash? Okay. I have a historical trash. Okay. And this just shows, I think, that I've I've been trash. Okay. And I stay trash. But sure. I, yeah. <laughs> I've been trash. Past, present, and future, baby. I went to a family wedding. Okay. When I was a child, I think I was like nine or 10 years old. And my mom and dad looked down at me, you know, in the, in the church pew and they look down and what do I have in my hand, but a handheld poker game. What? (laughs) They gave you (laughs) poker? (laughs) I had been playing at the you know, it was a destination. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, in Texas or something. So we traveled mm-hmm. and at the family house that we were at, I'd been playing with this online or this handheld poker game. And I guess I just decided this is so much fun. I'm going to take it to the church. <laughs> <laughs> I and love they, that. And they're like, you can't, this is the Lord's house. You, know? you like, love gambling now too. I wonder if it's all connected. I, I stay love gambling. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, like kind of memory you just tapped into. I forgot, like for our younger listeners, I, <laughs> there used to be like, I guess, I mean, I game boy, I guess is too old too. you know, your Nintendo switch that used to be smaller and connected to batteries and not the internet. And sometimes it would just be one thing, one game. And it, a lot of the times were card games. I, my grandma used to always have, I don't know, maybe she still does, but she would play like gin rummy all day on one of those things. And yeah, yes. poker machine and held poker machines. And I was playing five card draw in a church. <laughs> While the wedding was going on, they were like, put that away. And I was like, but I don't give a shit about what's going on. I just want to play poker. 
That's so funny. I'm a little, I'm a little trash goblin and <laughs> I have been since I was little. Hey man, I like it. <laughs> I thought of you the other day because uh, we went to a bar. That's it. Uh, <laughs> 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 we went to like a bar and some woman approached our table and said, oh my God, by the way, happy Valentine's Day listeners. This is coming out on Valentine's Day and congratulations to the beep, whoever won the Super Bowl because we yes. recorded this before the Super Bowl. But so someone came up to me and I now you'll know, I guess, how this woman's time like panned out. She said, I just lost a hundred dollars to that man over there. And we said, what who <laughs> that man over there i bet him that the rams would lose to the 49ers or what i don't know who the fuck the rams played and she's like but i just bet him another five hundred dollars that the Bengals will win and we said girl five hundred dollars and she's like yeah five hundred dollars and we we're like okay cool thank you strange woman at the bar yeah. <laughs> Is this, are, are you okay is this a cry for help are you trying to bet one of like we didn't know what was going on yeah <laughs> thought of you because I you're like one of the few people like I have like you and one other person who you know gambles yeah <laughs> and I was like I just forget that people like fucking gamble I mean that's how you get out of it is you got to double down <laughs> like she seems like she knew what she was doing it does. I like, lost a hundred bucks or, or fine double or nothing. If they lose on the Super Bowl. like maybe try and then you might lose more. But she said, I lost a hundred. I'm going to try to make five <laughs> potentially going down $600. I, you know what I could do with $600? What lot. could you do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trash? So I've been cutting out carbs and sugar and like everything that's like good about life. And uh, it's going pretty well. But on the weekends, the freaky weekies, you know, like I do indulge a little bit sometimes here and there if it feels worth it. So I've been having a, a craving for chocolate, like just like nuts. And we went to the Broad on Saturday and which was very nice. The Broad, I always forget, it's a pretty small museum. So we were like done in an hour, but it was free. So it was good. And we went down to Grand Central Market, which if you don't know about that, it's in downtown Los Angeles. It's like, you know, this big, I don't want to call it open air, but there's definitely like nobody closes the door. But it's like, you know, if you're in the middle, <laughs> the air is not getting to you, I guess. But it's a big market and a lot of places like, you know, like a lot of food vendors and it's, it's great. And so... I was like, okay, like we're at Grand Central Market. Like I'm going to give myself like a little treat and I've been craving chocolate, but everyone is walking around with these boxes, like from the donut man. And I was like, okay, fine. Fuck it. So we got two donuts to share and they were good, but I was still, no, I still need chocolate. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if this makes me trash or if it just makes me sad but uh, later in the day like i went to republic of pie and i got a chocolate pie mm. Mm. i couldn't like yes what who who doesn't get satisfied whose sugar cravings don't go away from a donut why wasn't that enough for me because you'd withheld throughout the week and sugar With is like a, a 
it it just creates like a little hole and you dig that hole and it goes a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper yeah man i uh i was disappointed i mean i'm happy like no regrets about that those donuts or that chocolate pie that i had but i definitely woke up this morning i feel fine but i was just like why wasn't <laughs> that donut should have been able to hold me over right <clears throat> but man i just saw red Maybe this isn't why I'm trash. Maybe it's why I'm a drug addict. We have some trash that we viewed out in the wild as well that I think we want to yeah. share. Yeah, I I had a, a Facebook memory pop up. So rude, by the way, Facebook. Like, so oh, rude. Please leave me alone. Like, Let my memories die. Yeah, I don't need to remember what. 21 year old Cassandra thought about her boyfriend at the time, but she was putting on social media. And I used to take the train to work, like the, the Metrolink train here mm-hmm. in Southern California. And one day on said train, there was, you know, a bathroom in each of the carts. There's a bathroom. And I watched a mother knock on the door with her little son and you know, the person's like occupied and she's like, no, like, can you please hurry? Like my son really has to go to the bathroom. And this then was maybe three, four years old. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, can you please hurry? You know, my, my son really needs to go to the bathroom. And the person just was said, you know, it's occupied. Like I am in here and I'm hankering down basically. <laughs> oh no. And I watched a mother pull her child's pants down and let her child urinate into a cup on a train, a moving train in front of strangers. Whoa. Because that kid had to go. <clears throat> How long was and the was person like, in the bathroom? 10, 15 minutes. I mean, it oh. was like a while that sucks because i was gonna say like immediately like my reaction was like okay rude like you know you don't need to tell someone to hurry up like they're gonna they're gonna come out you know but if you're in there for 10 minutes yeah you need to hurry the fuck up it was yeah it was like an occupied like i mean she was kind of make you don't understand we have to go it was a it was a commotion and so i watched her take a cup and have her tiny child urinate into a cup. And then I'm like, what are you going to do with that cup? What did and she do like, with it? I mean, there's like some trash cans on the on the train. But like, what is that person who takes the trash out of the train then going to do? They're not big trash cans. Uh, it, the whole thing was just like a calamity of, of errors. This is, is this what parenting is? It's just collecting <clears throat> a series of urine. <clears throat> from children and then like shuffling that urine down the line but yeah she just pulled the kid's pants down and he just peed in front of a bunch of strangers oh boy don't it, like if you can help it don't occupy a train bathroom for 15 minutes you know it's crazy because i mean that's horrible and i'm thinking about the therapy that i hope that kid is in now i think that that might be close to what parenting is i think mm-hmm. you're wrong like it's just like kind of a constant transfer of like urine and shit until they reach a certain age mm-hmm. 
like you commit to having a child and you're just committing to like, you know, three to six, seven years of just urine (laughs) and shit. I was with my cousin and her ex and their child Hollywood once they like came out to visit and their son decided to shit himself and beyond his diapers capacity (laughs) and they weren't into he just took a really really big shit so it was like beyond needing a new diaper like he needed new clothes Mm -hmm. and so I just remember (laughs) her ex-boyfriend having to go and find children's clothing at fucking Hollywood and Highland and he just comes back with like a full Clippers uniform (laughs) kid this little child from Colorado just who had to be washed in a bathroom sink (laughs) now fresh diaper and like just full Clippers outfit (laughs) whoa Having a kid is fucking crazy. <laughs> and she's like, if we were home, I would, I have extra clothes for him in the car, but like, we're just like, we're on vacation. I'm like, hey, I get it. Cause they weren't <laughs> even in Hollywood. They only came to Hollywood to see me. They were in Orange County. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna be great. While I was getting my chocolate pie, I saw some trash in the wild as well. (gasps) Yeah. So I went to Republic of Pie in uh, North Hollywood, and there's there was an acoustic band playing. It was a man and a woman, you know, doing all the acoustic band things that people do, aka sitting on stools, you know, guitars, whatever. And I noticed in between songs, there was like maybe nine people there and no one was there for the band you know Mm -hmm. and so they finished a song and it was quiet and then someone standing at the counter waiting for their food took it upon like i think felt bad or like felt the awkwardness and just started clapping really loud and then other people (laughs) started clapping and then the band kind of made like weird jokes but no it's okay it's okay yeah finish your chapter they were like calling out someone specifically in the audience who was just there to read a book but i think that they knew her i don't know anyways that got my attention on the band in itself. And I noticed that the man was not wearing shoes. and he Bare feet. Fucking, you know, when I first walked in, I thought, oh, this is actually not that bad. You know, this is nice. But then I saw he was barefoot and I was like, this is bad. You're, you're checking all the boxes of like bad acoustic guitar people. And then as they were transitioning to their next song, I saw him take one of his little bare tooties off of the stool that he, you know, was resting on. And use his big toe to just press down on his little guitar pedal to change, you know, the sound or whatever guitar pedals do. And I said, absolutely not, sir. Yeah. Absolutely not. It's his pedal. No. (laughs) Are you defending him? No, I'm saying even though it's his pedal, absolutely not. I was 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 like, he's in public, ma'am. He's in public. Wear shoes. Yeah. Just wear even a flip-flop, dude. I don't need to see how you play guitar at home. And that's what that was. There was something so yucky and intimate about it. I was, ugh, no. 
<laughs> you may not. You may not do that. Well, let's get into our first story that has to do with sound. Okay. Oh, sorry. Got the hiccups. From the insider.com, a couple are suing a New York hotel for $5 million after they say severe noise restrictions destroyed their daughter's wedding. This uh, story's pretty crazy. Yeah. So they threw their daughter a wedding at the Brooklyn Pier One Hotel on September 18th. And it was planned by a real housewife? Of Miami. Mm-hmm. Which, what was she doing up there? She's, she's just a, a wedding planner. And, and uh, yeah, she's... I haven't dipped my toe back into Miami because it's coming out on Peacock, not Bravo, the reboot of Miami. So I haven't, but I've heard this season is phenomenal. I just haven't had the time to go back into Peacock. Hey, uh, you know, you, you don't have to be a real housewives expert. I thought you were, but you definitely Uh, don't have to be one, you know? I I'm embarrassed. I I just haven't had the time to get into Miami because it's on again. It's on the app Peacock and that's just, it's a whole thing. I get it. A Peacock is one of those streaming services where it's probably like not hard to get, but there's something so inconvenient feeling about it. And then, and then if I'm going to watch it, I'm going to pay for the streaming without ads. Mm -hmm. And then that's just another subscription service that I'm paying for. And that it's just bring back cable. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Before we jump on that, I'll just say that they spent, this couple's parents spent $150,000 on flowers alone for this 200 person event. So this was an expensive wedding. Yes. A very expensive wedding. And they were not informed that there would be these noise restrictions. That sounds like bullshit. Yeah. So they didn't allow the DJ to use any bass tones during the reception, making the volume so low that guests could barely hear it. The Post reported that the restrictions existed to accommodate residential condos in the building. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little lost here on this because what people who spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on weddings, like, I imagine that, yeah, you kind of do want to just play music as loud as you want. But I also think that, like, there might be a flair for the dramatics of, like, they could barely hear it. It might have been fine. Because why would you even hold weddings at this hotel? Like, why would weddings even be allowed if you can't bump music? Well, the venue only emailed them a few days before the actual event and indicated there might be a problem with the music. Oh, fuck. But they did not make it clear that they could only play the music in any meaningful way. And so the elimination of the bass and the restrictions of the decibel level of the reception were woefully low inadequate and inappropriate for this wedding or any wedding well then they had to move to a different room too yes so they took them from the main room where they were serving dinner to a space that was much smaller and dingy and didn't have enough space or tables for their guest man what's the moral of the story here do your research on your event space because Mm -hmm. this cannot be the first time this this happened to this hotel in general or just in general like to all weddings ever 
no, to this hotel space. This cannot be the first wedding that this happened to. So I'm sure somebody has left a bad review of this place. Yeah, totally. I actually read something on the New York Times uh, this morning, which not to brag, but I do subscribe. I think we've mentioned this before on the podcast, but the year 2022 that we are in right now is going to be the biggest wedding year since 1984. And there has been like advisory of (laughs) do your research on your vendors and stuff like that, because it's not that difficult to get into the wedding business and with the amount of weddings that are happening, more and more people are getting into it. And yeah, you don't want to get, you don't want to waste a bunch of money and get fucked over. Yeah. Hell in college, I was a wedding DJ. They let me DJ someone's meaningful day at like 20 and 21. How much did you charge? I was a part of a, like a service. Okay. So so somebody owned a business and I was just a rent, a higher DJ. I feel like you'd be good at it. I mean, I was good at the playlist side of things and like the, you know, I can MC, I can be the master of ceremony if I'm given, you know, this is how we want the flow of the event. But if somebody comes up and tries to change something, um, that's not allowed or, you know, I was, I don't deal well with conflict. Uh huh. Uh-huh. So, so you didn't take requests. <laughs> I did not take requests of like, we're going to do something. I'm like, that's not on the script. <laughs> you do love to officiate weddings though, don't you? Yes, I do. So there's I that. Do, I do. Yeah. Yeah. The next lady in our story is never going to get married. <laughs> Ooh, slam. Because <laughs> uh, 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 uh. she's married to God. Uh-huh. We're talking about a nun. Who, like me, may have a bit of a gambling habit. So a nun jailed after stealing $800,000 to fund gambling habit. An 80-year-old nun. Wow. Sold $800,000 to bankroll her gambling habit and fund lavish holidays and is going to be jailed for one year and one day in California. So she has been a nun for 60 years, which I don't think that they should allow 20 year olds to sign up to be a nun. You don't know anything when you're 20. You shouldn't get married to anyone when you're 20, especially not God. But that's just me. Uh, You know, I don't think you should be able to sign up for the army when you're 20. I don't think you should be able to get married when you're 20. But, you know, yeah, I agree. So she was a principal of a Catholic elementary school near Los Angeles, and she diverted $835,000 of school funds to pay for gambling johns in Las Vegas. She would take luxury trips and swanky and go to swanky places in Lake Tahoe and just like living her best life on the dime of this Catholic school. (laughs) She said, I have sinned. I have broken the law. I have no excuses. Yeah. She said her crimes were a violation of my vows, the commandments, the law, and above all the sacred trust that so many have placed in me. So, okay. I'm not saying that you should ever commit wire fraud or money laundering or all of the, or steal. I'm not saying that, but if you've been a nun for 60 years, I do hope for you this moment, you know, of just like <laughs> going bananas and like 
lavish trips and stuff because you sacrificed a lot by your own choice. And I yeah. guess has de- I, I, I don't want to say like, it's not a sacrifice like when people go and do, you know, like pro bono lawyer help or doctor work. I mean, it's a sacrifice that you, I don't know, actually. I think you get like a spa day once every three years if you're, (laughs) that's what you get (laughs) to go on lavish vacations. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like if you're, I'm trying to dance around this so that I don't make it sound like I think becoming a nun is a mistake. But also, I might think that becoming a nun is a mistake. But I think it's more like when people make choices mm-hmm. that restrict them in ways. You know what? It's like me with chocolate. <laughs> I have cut carbs and sweets without a gun to my head. It is a yeah. sacrifice that I'm choosing to make. I am marrying broccoli, right? (laughs) But I also think that my quality of life is better when I take lavish vacations to Grand Central Market or like next weekend I'm going to Mexico and I am doing all of the things that I swore I wouldn't do. I'm cheating on my husband broccoli and having tacos and chocolates. And I think that a nun who's been a nun for 60 years a good wife to Jesus or whatever, you know, go to Vegas, girl. Don't steal. Don't do it on like someone else's dollar. Save up your money, whatever you get paid. Nuns who listen right in, let us know. I know. I don't know. That was like, I just like her. I'm rooting for, I like, if you're 80, like get your, even though she has to go to jail, like good, she should go to jail. She broke the law, but I bet it was worth it. So when an audit threatened to expose the, the scheme that she'd been running, she told employees to destroy incriminating documents. That's a vibe. That's a, <laughs> she also argued that priests were better paid than nuns. And then she thought she deserved a raise. Get yours, bitch. Like See, I, I think that's why I like her too. Yeah, I I like that. Yeah, you know she's demanding higher pay. I mean, you know, here here it is. Sexism exists in the workplace all the way to the Catholic Church. Who would have thought, of all places, <laughs> that they have some problems? problems. <laughs> This is the first time hearing about it. You're kidding. A nun? A Catholic person? Oh, my God. A person who was allowed at 20 to swear off life? Yeah. Anyways. Well, the the judge said that she had been a good teacher for many decades, and he wrestled what to do with her. Right, because she asked if she could serve her time at the convent. Because that's where she was kept since 2018 when they found out she was doing this in the first place. That's house arrest, I guess, to them. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. No, no, sister. You got to go to the big house. No. Yeah. You got to go to fucking jail. I know you're you're 80 and there's there's probably a compassionate ward, but I'm sorry. You literally stole from children. 
I think she'll have fun. <laughs> I think she'll have fun. Yeah, I'm sure she'll she'll find her click and and be fine. There was a nun on Orange is the New Black, which is my um, only reference towards women's prison. Same, same. So there you go. And she was having fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, who's not. Oh, are we going to do the same transition? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, who's not fun? Yep. What were you going to say? It's, who's not fun? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Marjorie Taylor Green dingbat in Congress. I, I just. I just, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene confuses gazpacho, a soup, with the Gestapo, the Nazi secret police. Yes. So if you don't know who she is, I envy you. Um, Good for you. Yeah. She's open QAnon fucking cuckoo bird gun psycho whatever representative. She got elected into congress because of course (laughs) and so she goes on oan all the time which if you don't know what oan is i also envy you because it's absolutely unhinged and was making some interesting allegations against uh nancy pelosi she said that the gazpacho police were spying on members of congress spying on legislative work that we all do spying on our staff and spy on American citizens that want to come and talk to the representatives. Now, gazpacho is a cold soup. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know how you know if the gazpacho police is after you? How? If you listen carefully, you can hear blenders. <laughs> oh, <God> damn it. <laughs> I yeah. mean, Twitter had a field day with this. I'm sure. She shouldn't be saying that see, Pelosi has a Gestapo police either, Mm -hmm. by the way. But I figure if you're her (laughs) bringing the Holocaust up every minute you can is probably not like weird. No, she has like a fixation and and is bringing it up a lot in political discourse. Imagine she goes somewhere for like a nice brunch, like a nice, you know, fundraising brunch. And she goes, (gasps) they have Gestapo on the menu here. What kind of liberal bullshit place are we at? I, I, you know what? It makes me feel what when I see her, I go, could I be in public office someday? Yes. (laughs) With the right funding. Absolutely. You could, and you would do, you'd do a better job. It doesn't seem to matter. (laughs) It sure as hell doesn't, does it? People can, get, can just get away with anything, can't they? It seems like it. And again, you know, we make all these jokes and it's been fun, but it, are we funding her opponent that's going to out elect her? Like, it's very hard to unseat a member of Congress and to out fundraise them. And to outseat them, typically you have to out fundraise them. You're going down a dark, you're going to a dark place right now, Erica. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring it back. I but I mean, hey, you sh- you get there if you want, but as a friend, I'm gonna hand I'm gonna put my hand out to you and be like, this isn't how you want the rest of your day to go. Yeah, because I mean, what a privilege that we can say that, but it's it's best it's best not to think about it right now. <laughs> In response for a comment from Insider on her 
Gaspacho police remark, Green, via spokesperson, told Insider, no stoop for those who illegally spy on members of Congress, but they will be thrown in the goulash. Jerry Seinfeld should fucking sue her just for sport. Just for fucking sport. Because he's got the money to throw around. He does. Jerry Seinfeld could probably fund your campaign. (laughs) Go talk to him. Yeah. That's a, that's a witty intern that was like, I got this one. I got this one. Let me help. Marjorie, Marjorie, please. I can do this. Put your guns down. It's me, Dave. (laughs) I can do this. I have the perfect joke. Do you remember Seinfeld? Yes. Yes. He's Jewish, but hear me out. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You know, speaking of throwing money around, my goodness, I'm excited to talk about this next one. Let's get into it from IndieWire.com. There's a wonderful documentary on Netflix right now called The Tinder Swindler. I recommend you watch it. It's fucking bananas. (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. The title reminds me of the 30 Rock joke. A uh, rural juror. Yes. <laughs> the name it is a mouthful, but <laughs> I kept saying when I was watching it the other day, I kept saying the arrested development joke of blah, 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 laws, blah, blog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's a documentary about this guy who goes by multiple personas but his most popular one was simon laviv or shimon hayot and he goes on tinder and develops relationships with these women or with women and then eventually fucking gets them <laughs> broke and and what he does isn't technically the way he goes about it isn't technically illegal that's what's fucking nuts we were i was talking to this with my partner about it i was like because i mean Spoiler alert, like he does go to jail, but like not for long. And so our story is about how he's finally blocked from dating websites because the documentary ends by being like, he's back at it or he's back on dating websites. No problem. And so Tinder's like, uh-uh, we got him off. But yes, it is, it's true. I mean, he went to jail. He's not, what he's doing is the work of, like a fucking sociopath more so than and like a con man more so than he's doing super illegal shit right these women willingly provided credit cards and money to him it's not illegal to lie it's not illegal to lie now what is illegal is to provide them with false checks that he reimbursed them with that is the illegal part but the way he was going about, basically, he would get money from one woman to fund the lavish lifestyle he had with another woman. It was a, a I called it a, a girlfriend Ponzi scheme. Yeah. So <laughs> he scammed multiple women for an estimated $10 million. And his whole like move would be because he you look at his Tinder profile and he's on private jets. He's on yachts. He's like, you know, really expensive lifestyle. And so his whole, his move, you know, 
is invite them to meet him at a hotel that he's staying at. He claims that he is like a diamond mogul or a pilot or an heir to an Israeli plane company or like whatever fucking bullshit he wants to give people. And he says, meet me at this hotel. And like, if you Google him somehow, like the diamond stuff matches, which is kind of confusing. Yeah. But I guess it's like the perfect plan or whatever. But he'll have a coffee date with you at this hotel and he'll be like, I'm really digging this, but I have to go to like such and such country tomorrow. Come with me. And we'll literally take these women on a private jet and like sweep them off. It feels like, you know, fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. Like you just like somehow bagged a billionaire or something. A hundred percent. It's the flexibility that Europe provided for this scheme to work that was part you know what I mean like it it wouldn't be as easy I feel like in the states no like there was a a backdrop that Europe provided for this playground of 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 scam you know yeah so he's so let's say you're there your your boyfriend is a billionaire you don't see him super often but it's because he has to travel for work and then all of a sudden he starts to but he's your boyfriend now like you guys are in love right texting all the time facetiming blah 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 whatever and then he goes so i gotta be honest with you i have some enemies you might notice that I always have a security guard jason and it's it's hard you know i'm in the diamond trading business there's people who who want to hurt me. So anyways, I hope that's okay. But you're like already in it. So you become okay with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you get sent a photo. Jason's been hit and you get a photo of his bodyguard bloody in the back of an ambulance and you freak the fuck out because the man you love is like in danger and your life is becoming fucking a Liam Neeson movie. A hundred percent. So he my, goes, my enemies are after me. My enemies are after me. So he goes, I'm sorry, I'm spoiling the whole thing, but I don't care. You should watch it anyways. And he goes, so my enemies are after me and they're tracking my credit cards. I'm so sorry. I would never ask you to do this, but you know, you can see I'm in danger. Do you think that you could take out a credit card or like, give me your credit card information and just let me use it for two weeks. I'll reimburse you. Like, obviously, and you've been on private jets with this person. Like you've had the this relationship. Of course he's good for it, right? A hundred percent. Of course. So you do it. And then all of a sudden it's more loans and more loans and more loans. And then you're like, yo, Simon, I'm so worried about you. I love you, but I'm $500,000 in debt. The only reason that I was able to even pull out this much credit is because you for or you made me an employee or whatever. And then- he says, oh, I'm so sorry. Here's a check for the amount that I owe you and more. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, Simon, you generous, generous bitch. Thank you. Check doesn't clear. And you realize you've been had. The, the walls come tumbling down. So this story is crazy. Where, how did these women get so much access to credit? Yeah. <laughs> That, so that's what I was curious. I was like, uh, how, okay, how does that work? He did, so he would put them on payroll, like he would provide payroll documents at these companies to show, oh, I'm making so much money. So I'm obviously good for it. 
that's, that was my question. Like, how are they getting these insane lines of credit? And they were taking out loans, high interest, easily accessible, high interest loans to provide this money to him. And of course those, those lines come, come a calling Mm -hmm. like quickly. And it's told through like multiple women that this was happening to some of them were just one woman was just friends with him. Yeah. There wasn't even a romantic relationship and she even fell for his guys eventually. Yeah. So fucking nuts. Apparently he's, I mean, he's not on the apps anymore. He's not allowed to. And after this documentary, he's definitely like fucked. But yeah, I mean, his whole defense is that he was just borrowing money. I have you, I wouldn't, if someone, if my, if someone needed to borrow money from me, I'd be like, good luck with my Amex. Like it's like my limit's like two grand. Like I, my I, I fucking is, I'm a millennial. Like <laughs> good luck. <laughs> if my partner who I've been with for 10 years have lived with for almost four was like, can I borrow a thousand dollars? My enemies are after me. I think I'd be like, well, it's been great knowing you love you. <laughs> Good luck with all of that. <laughs> right. Like I'd be like enemies who I don't want to deal with someone who has enemies. Ask your dad, like leave me alone. Oh, sorry. I, I think we have to break up. Like, I just <laughs> like what? I don't think so. Like, (laughs) I I mean, tens of thousands of dollars at a time. It's just insanity. Yeah. Just like being in a relationship and for like a little over a year and then all of a sudden being like a quarter of a million dollars in debt. It's fucked. It's insane. And he just continues to to do this to multiple. And one relationship would be funding another relationship that he was having with yeah. Uh, it's crazy girlfriend. shit, man. Yeah. Girlfriend Ponzi scheme. It's, you have to watch it, but he's in, I mean, he, yeah, a lot of what he was doing wasn't illegal and that's what's nuts about it. Yeah, totally. Well, anyway, sorry for everyone who wants to go and watch it and thinks I just spoiled it. I don't care. I needed to talk about it. You need to watch it. still. yeah, to see how he gets away with it and to watch the devastation of the women that were in his wake and and to see a woman that conned him back a little bit yeah 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 okay yeah okay so exciting speaking of devastation yes (laughs) this has been all over instagram oh my god i love it from the daily mail a 740 euro painting is ruined after a bored security guard draws eyes on faceless figures on his first day at the job at a Russian gallery. If you are so bored at your job on your first day, you're defacing art. You need to find a new job. Like instantly, (laughs) instantly start playing like wordle or something. (laughs) Start gambling on your phone. Something. So the security guard has not been named, but it's believed to be a 60 year old who worked at, for a private security company. <laughs> I, just, 
I just love this. So two visitors were enjoying the exhibit when they noticed the figures and reported it. <laughs> he has since been fired. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you keep your job after this. No. They, they, the police have opened an investigation for the vandalism. And yeah. with it comes only a 400 euro fine and a one year correctional labor sentence. Ooh. Uh, don't, I wouldn't tell people how much the fine is, you know? Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I think we've talked about this before. I'm like, I wish that we wouldn't, they wouldn't say how much the bail is because it's kind of like, you don't like want people to go like, oh, yeah, it's worth it. Oh, it's totally worth it. So um, the painting, it kind of looks like, for anyone who hasn't seen it, imagine three sort of faceless figures. They all kind of like finger shaped almost, but like they're just three figures and they have hair and clothes and stuff, but no facial features. Yeah. And he just thought, you know what would look better if these sons of bitches had eyes? Yeah. He was like, oh, that's interesting. They don't have any eyes. Well, that's weird. I'm going to give them eyes. The creepiest of all the things on someone's face. I'm going to add some eyes. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I love it. It's cute. I mean, it's, it's, it's bad, but it's kind of cute. <laughs> they're fixing it. it. Done with, they're fixing it. It was done with a ballpoint pen. I, I mean, art is up to interpretation. <laughs> Not even like going to get a paintbrush. Like, I'm going to come back tomorrow on a day where I will also be bored at work, but I'm going to bring some watercolors. I'm going to add some eyes. Yeah. Maybe he was this is not the first layered. Yeah. Maybe he's like, I'm an artist. You know, I'm a bit of an artist myself. (laughs) And I got some suggestions. Yeah. I have notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Let's get into our next story. For this man, I I feel a little bad for him. Uh, From fox13memphis.com. A New Mexico man who allegedly broke into a home, took a bath, ate some shrimp, and drank a beer before being confronted by the homeowner has been arrested. And you feel bad for this man. Okay, we'll get into it. He was, there was a, it was cold, and he Uh left $200 to repair the window. Okay, and what about the shrimp and the beer and the water? Okay, that, I, I think... Those are just gratis at this point. Like those are on the house. Why? You broke into my house. Nothing is free. (laughs) He was cold. He was apparently caught in a blizzard. And he said that there was his family was killed in East Texas and he was running from somebody. I don't want this man in my house. All right. All right. I'm just saying he left money for the window. You know, if we flip this story and he's our protagonist. And we see his family, you know, get killed and he's running from somebody. We're going to say, oh, yeah, I'm just saying, I I think I think he could come out the hero in this story. Are you anti-heroing him? Are you literally writing the pilot already? Yes, I I see him as as, you know, our our anti-hero. Also, shrimp in New Mexico, yuck. No. Nope. Sorry, baby. If it doesn't have a coastline, I ain't eating the fish. Mm-mm. I can't uh, uh. It just came out of my mouth. 
<laughs> he was extremely embarrassed and apologetic about the situation. <laughs> this almost sounds like you feel bad for him because this is like your energy if you ever broke into a house. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, I am so sorry. I would I would tidy up. <laughs> Minus eating shrimp because you don't eat fish. But like if it was like he ate like steak strips, I would be like, this is Erica. <laughs> it's me. But it, it was cold. There's a blizzard. I'm going to freeze. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> hey, it's Valentine's Day today. Are you guys going to do anything romantic or, you know, like crazy, sexy? Like, what are you thinking you guys are going to do? We have a romantic dinner. Oh, so. wow. Yes. Where at? Uh, Osteria Mozza. Oh, you're going to Mozza? Yes delicious yes fuck i'm very I'm excited envious right now <laughs> what are you doing we're gonna have dinner at home because we're going to mexico next weekend but you know yeah my partner loves planes mm-hmm. so i maybe should do something else so does my partner let's get into our our next like story planes. from people.com i forgot that when they met they talked about planes quite a bit i <laughs> did <laughs> Like like little kids, like do you like planes? I like planes. Oh, cool! You see that one flies. Uh huh. This one lands on water. <laughs> I forgot that. That's so funny. <laughs> I watch videos about planes. You think both? Did- oh, I listen to this podcast about planes. <laughs> oh my god! I love I the lost- transportation, bro. Yes. <laughs> Winston watches videos about trains now, planes. Like he just loves transportation. He does. Oh. oh my god, Taylor all the time is like, "Hey, we should do like a bike ride at Griffith Park, and maybe we could stop by the transportation museum." <laughs> I was like, "Just go, just, just go, go by yourself." He's like, "I can't wait to have a kid so I can maybe go to this transportation museum." I'm like, just fucking go. Him and Winston should go together. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. We'll pack them a picnic and they can go together. How cute would that be? Yes. Okay. So this is coming to us from people.com. Las Vegas airline lets customers join the mile high club for $995 to leave with a bigger smile. This is a Las Vegas based company called love cloud. And it's offering unique experience called the mile high club flight for $995 to get flown around for 45 minutes on one of its two planes. And they're encouraged to make the most of their time in the air. And afterwards they receive a commemorative membership card signed by their pilot. You know what? That membership card signed by the pilot would be, I think, the thing that Taylor would be the most excited about. <laughs> oh, my God. There are upgrades available <laughs> for longer flights and for adding champagne, long stem roses, chocolates, dinner, wedding vows and renewals. You know, you can tack on meals, da, da, da. But on board, flyers will get a pair of twin mattresses. <laughs> pillows with red satin sheets and a curtain separating the main cabin from the cockpit where the pilot wears noise canceling headphones imagine that pilot just thinking about his life and how he somehow couldn't land that dream job with southwest and now is just (laughs) flying fuck airlines I failed the frontier test spirit that I was too horny for spirit (laughs) 
I mean, I'm sure they're obviously probably perfectly good pilots. Of course, you know, you can't fly in America if you're not like receive a, an insane amount of training. It's just one of those things like my grandpa was a pilot. My dad was a pilot. You know, my stepdad was a pilot. And now I'm wearing noise canceling earphones because two people just paid a thousand dollars to fuck 15 feet away from me in the <laughs> On air. <a> twin mattress. <laughs> On two twin mattresses. <laughs> There are two people in their 30s hurting their backs back there. <laughs> uh, like I the think founder, it's sweet. The, not the not the sex ones, but the people who are going up there to like get married or renew vows or yeah. even like you know have a nice dinner. That's all fine, but like I just wouldn't be able to do that and not just like look at the twin mattresses and be like, oh, the things people have done on these. <laughs> I want to see sheet logs. I want to see house. You know what I mean? You know how like in a bathroom, there's like a chart of like who cleaned yeah. it and when. I want to know. <laughs> Are these brand new sheets? When were they last washed? Yeah. I'm so happy to renew our vows in the air. Oh, no. Is that a handprint on the back window? Oh, no. This is gross. <laughs> Maybe that's my next move is to become the officiant for these in-air weddings. Yes. Yes. That would be fun. And yeah, like I-, I can be there, you know, on the ready with like oxygen masks to tie them down if they want to do freaky sex stuff. <laughs> just, just saying. Just there. Just in case. Oh, my Imagine God. he has to kind of like peek around the curtain and go, hey, guys. So we're going to land soon. If you want to just wrap it up, because we have to have your seatbelts on for that. Okay. Okay. We're going to hit some turbulence. So a little bit more pushing for the cushion. You You know what I'm saying? You said your fist is in her right now. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, I am able to do another lap if you want for 200 extra. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, Hey guys. (laughs) We're going to hit some turbulence soon. This is your captain speaking, by the way. We're going to hit some turbulence. So I would just say if there's any dicks in mouths right now to maybe switch it up. The teeth need to be retracted. Yeah. It's it's fun. (laughs) Our our next story is also... A little Valentine's Day special. Yeah. Uh, from abcnews4.com. North Carolina Sheriff's Office will arrest your ex during a special Valentine. Oh, it's during a Valentine's Day special. Backed by popular demand, the Robeson County Sheriff's Office is now offering a 2022 pre-Valentine's Day special. It's, this is brilliant, I think, because... <laughs> Basically, if you have an ex, if you have an ex who has a warrant, they're they're just basically like, who are the trashiest like dirtbag women out there? What do they want more than anything? Okay, how about a set of special edition platinum bracelets, a free face mask, some hand sanitizer? Uh, let's give them a limo. Maybe uh, send them over to J.C. Penney's, get some glamour shots, and uh, put them up in the La Quinta, and then see if they'll rat out their ex. They says freshly painted five-star accommodations with 24-7 security, a.k.a. we're going to keep you safe. 
because you just ratted out your ex-boyfriend? No, I think they're referring to jail as 24-7 security. Oh my God, am I so stupid? I think they're describing jail by saying state certified chauffeur is a cop car. Free glamour headshot is a... I am so fucking stupid. I swear (laughs) to God. I thought they were trying to incentivize the women to come forward. Yeah. They were like, rat out your ex and we'll give you guys like some like Swarovski crystal bracelets and shit. But I get it now. Platinum bracelets is handcuffs. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Glamour headshot is your mugshot. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fucking stupid (laughs) this is why fucking police stations shouldn't be being funny on facebook if this offer is too good to pass up call 910-671-3100 as operators are standing by the way i'm shook to my core that i did not get that joke i would be the person on facebook commenting why are you giving away all this free shit, shit. for our tax money? <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? What's the free face mask? Oh, because they put a mask. Face a mask on him. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so dumb. <sighs> That's fucking hilarious. Okay. <laughs> oh, and a unique Valentine's Day dinner. Mm-mm. Wow. Oh, my God. one one more love story yes woman who wants to marry a ghost says they're arguing over a wedding date you know this isn't our first uh woman who wants to marry a ghost story but i think the last ones they broke up this one you know they're not doing so hot wedding planning can be really stressful yes it 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 takes two and you have to be in sync and you have to discuss things and there's compromise uh, this comes to us from metro.co.uk. So this is, it's a long story. We can't read all of it. But when I say that it is so fucking bonkers, cra- I don't know, man. Like, is she fucking with us? Because like, <laughs> So she is in love with a Victorian soldier who came to her, who comes to her mostly in the shower and gives him her impressions of himself. And... She wants a summer wedding, but he hates the heat. And <laughs> it's he, he like writes notes to her on the window in the fog or like, yeah, it leaves the impressions. Imagine like her first dick pic from him just walking out of the shower and just seeing like a dick printed on your fuzzy mirror. Mm-hmm. They can't find a church to marry them because they've been threatened with exorcisms yeah babe it might be time to consider doing a backyard wedding um since you're marrying a fucking ghost yeah but the attendees include marilyn monroe Mm -hmm. shakespeare elvis and other famous dead people so i think they've booked shakespeare to do some sonnets uh uh-huh yeah so he's volunteered to do some sonnets the The big problem that I see is that the best man is stuck in hell. I was fucking howling when I read that. Like, oh my God, it's just like ghosts. They're just like us. 
Yeah. Oh, we got the best man stuck in hell. Um, you know, it's going to be hard for him to make it to the wedding. Imagine the audacity. Like your friend comes over for wine and like, hey, girl, like, what's up? Ugh, I am up to my fucking elbows in wedding planning, girl. This shit is so stressful. You know, first of all, we have a combination of like dead or living guests, which I don't know how to send the save the date to a ghost. Mm hmm. And can't find a venue to save our lives because everyone wants to do an exorcism on me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, my job's been stressful. Um, but more about you. Yeah, like I just heard that, uh, yeah, like my, my grandpa passed away recently. So it's like, oh my God. Yeah, he wants to on the invite list too. <laughs> Is that too mean? That's dark. <laughs> the way that he proposed was particularly romantic. She woke up with a ring digging into the side of her face, then went back to sleep and the ring was gone. And he just wrote question mark on her mirror. And then she didn't get it. So she went to work, or whatever. And then the next day she woke up and the ring was there for real. Mm, curious, isn't it? I mean... She felt like a like a beast stunner because she like rolled over on her face and and you know she like rolled over on it. I just feel like that could have been a more romantic proposal. I, I'm not here to like proposal shame. Like everyone has their own love story, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like you're a ghost. The best you could do is just put the ring on her pillow loose. Yeah, it's kind of like step it up you've had hundreds of years to think of something yeah i don't want to i don't want to shame anybody anything i know that you um you know don't think that uh, <laughs> the sex doll uh, that that one guy married deserves rights how do you feel right. about the ghost <laughs> i mean if he can't i don't want to be ableist and say if he can't sign papers because like some people are 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 restrict physically restricted uh -huh. so i don't want to take like an ableist stance but I <laughs> girl if he ain't paying taxes <laughs> i knew you were gonna go there <laughs> i'm not a republican but if he ain't paying taxes <laughs> <laughs> for in case like our emergency contact in case of emergency contact the looking glass <laughs> on my hutch there's a Ouija board. <laughs> Single, married, widowed, married. <laughs> I'll be taking those tax breaks now. My husband, what does he do for a living? Mm, you know, just haunts my house. <laughs> he just lays around the house. He's so... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hey, Erica. Yes. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. It's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my God. Oh, uh, this dumpster fire comes to us from my favorite website, consequence.net. Mm -hmm. World's worst rapper arrested and 4.5 billion crypto crime. Heather Morgan, who has released some of the history's most jaw-droppingly bad rap music under the name Rosalcon, was arrested on Tuesday alongside her husband, 
Ilya Dutch Lichtenstein for stealing $4.0 in cryptocurrency. According to the federal criminal complaint, accounts linked to Lichtenstein allegedly hacked into virtual crypto exchange in 2016, initiating over 2,000 unauthorized transactions and making off with $119,754 in Bitcoin. Later, Rosalcon and Lichtenstein purportedly launched the funds through a series of crypto wallets. At the time of the theft, it would have been around 71 million. But due to Bitcoin's soaring valuation, it could net them 4.5 billion today. So crypto is like confusing to me, and that is not an invitation for it to be explained. Okay, okay. (laughs) If it's just something that we assign value to, who says you can't steal it? You know, like it seems lawless. So it's it's actually uber secure because of the blockchain. There's a record of it. Uh huh. That's all I'm going to say that I know. That, but like, like, there's there's a record of every transaction. Okay, but like, okay, so you've acquired all this Bitcoin. Like they stole a bunch of Bitcoin. Like when then they just cash it in for us dollars in order to actually spend it that yes so you would have to sell the bitcoin that's fucking dumb that's fucking dumb like honestly you're (laughs) some oh god whatever i i don't want to open myself up to this so it's fine i don't need to understand it but i just think it's fucking dumb it's 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 just i feel like we need to understand it because it's the the rich are doing it and they're going to trick us, the poor, and evolve. And uh, I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Okay. So this person who's sounds like their entire wealth was taken off of stealing has, she releases dog shit rap. And, but she's also been like in 40, 55 articles in Forbes and like seen as like this money mogul, which like surprise, surprise, everyone's favorite money moguls turned out to be like giant criminals. Mm-hmm. She self-described herself as Genghis Khan, but with more pizzazz. Gross. <laughs> Some of her rap stylings go rather be taxidermy class, prefer Vietnam over France. That's no rhyme scheme. Rather be taking a taxidermy class. Prefer Vietnam over France. <laughs> yeah. No, that don't rhyme. Doing my jerk-off dance. Looking like a gay male stripper. But my synesthesia world is even trippier. Stripper. Trippier. Her syllables often land just behind the beat, keeping time like a waterlogged wrist- wristwatch. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing about this article is that it spends most of the time just roasting her raps. (laughs) Well, how much can we really say? I mean, she stole a bunch of fucking Bitcoin. She's going to the jail now. Going to the jail now. Idiot. She's going to jail now. Yeah, just why not just roast the shit out of her raps? We'll we'll link the article so you can watch the videos and clips. But she forced our wedding guests to watch her perform a hip hop song. (laughs) Half a dozen people carried her into our wedding reception on a Moroccan palaquin to the tune of Final Countdown, like a bargain bin Cleopatra. Imagine being carried into your wedding, A, and then B, coming in like, 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 are you about to fight your husband? Yeah. (laughs) 
You guys went to box? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Hey, are you hoarding anything? Yes, I am hoarding. You know, we talked about it a little bit. The Tinder Swindler. I think everybody should watch it. Yeah, it's it's good. But yeah, I think everybody should watch it. It I, You'll think, how are these people this dumb? But then it, love scams are... It, it make love makes you dumb. Love makes you dumb. Love makes you dumb is what I'll say. Yeah. I it just, it's, I mean, we talked about it a lot, but like, I just think you need to watch it to understand the progression and how this worked. What are you hoarding? <laughs> As love is being dumb. Love is also blind. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the I'm pods wondering. are open. Oh my God. The way I shrieked when I was seeing that there was a second season of Love is Blind. I only have seen the first episode so far. I think there's three out right now. Oh, I want to cancel all my plans. I don't want to do shit. I just want to watch and watch and watch. This season's already bonkers. And Netflix, you just done it again with these social experiments turned reality shows and people agree to do them. And then here I am watching being like, oh, these people are so stupid. But then there's a little love story and you're like, oh, that's nice. So I am, I'm just fucking, I'm just watch it. If you haven't seen Love's Wine season one, get a life and watch it. And then watch, you know, the episodes like after the whatever that we've talked about on this podcast and then start season two you have to do this you have to so i've already watched all three episodes that are out uh-huh. i can't wait till you watch them so we can discuss uh-huh. yes some people like i i have strong feelings about oh my god what's happening and i think you will as well oh my god and yeah Okay. What are you throwing out? I'm throwing out apologies without action changing. Oh, because that does absolutely nothing. Those are just words. Those are just words, then, baby. Those are just words. Yeah. I, sorry, I just, I'm sorry you've been wronged. It's just like a, as a general concept, like as a, as a humanity, you know, just watching The Bachelor this week. And- oh, okay. <laughs> Not that like to it didn't happen to me, but just <laughs> it's affected you. <laughs> it has deeply affected me, but just in in historical context in my life, like you're gonna apologize, but if your actions don't change, then it, what did we do here? Yes. So yeah, that's that makes what me think out. of another great reality show on Netflix called Too Hot to Handle, and when the couples that keep hooking up and costing everyone money keep apologizing and don't change your actions. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. My whole life revolves around too hot to handle love is blind in the circle. Essentially (laughs) the way my life stops for any of those shows dropping new seasons. Yeah. 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 What are you throwing away? Doing the dishes. God, so tedious. Oh, and it's every day, every fucking day. We cook so much. So of course, can, ugh. my partner's mom has two dishwashers. And at first I was like, that's excessive. But now I get it. Uh-huh. Always a clean and there's always one to get loaded. Yeah. I just, I'm so sick of it. Like our kitchen's full of dishes right now. And I deep cleaned our kitchen yesterday, but like we had to cook. And so it's full of dishes. I just don't want to, I'm tired. I don't want to fucking do them anymore. I'm sick of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, other than in the kitchen doing your dishes, where can the people find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram and Twitter. Where can they find you? At Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Gilly Gal on the Twitter. And you can find this podcast at Trashy Trashy Pod on Twitter and on Instagram. Tell your friends. Yes, it helps the podcast grow. And you can always, uh, what helps us grow is leaving a review on iTunes or on Spotify now has a rating system that helps us climb the charts and more people discover it and If everyone that listens left a review, we would be in such great shape. We would be in such great shape. Unless they were bad reviews. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. At that point, you know. Don't don't leave a review. Send us an email and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we can talk about your qualms. Uh, (laughs) Make a a decision on whether or not we're making a mistake or if maybe you just shouldn't listen to us. But if you like us, leave a review. That'd be great. And that email is trashytrashypodcast at gmail.com. We also have an adorable little website, trashytrashypodcast.com. You can tell us why you're trash and you can submit stories. We love when you guys do that. And we love you, trash cans. Hey, Cass. What's going on, girl? Stay garbage. You stay garbage, girl. I will. Bye-bye. Happy Valentine's Day. Hey!